entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Shows for the whole family. Waterbury Palace. Good Friday morning to you, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Sherry Marcucci for Your Palace, Your Place, a program presented by the Palace Theater right here in wonderful, beautiful Waterbury, Connecticut. And if you have not been to the Palace Theater, or Waterbury for that matter, do yourself a favor and come for a visit soon. We have a great show set up uh, this morning for you on this kind of overcast uh, and humid. It is humid this morning, Friday. But you know what? I tell you, the Farmer's Almanac called it right. This has sort of been the summer that wasn't, I feel like. It sort of would get into kind of a summer mode and then say, nope, not yet. And then we'd go back to some rain or gloomy weather. I think everybody I know that's been on a vacation, including myself this year, you know, this over this summer, it's you've had a few good days, some not so good days. And But you know what? It's a vacation is a vacation and time to kick back and just kind of relax and let your you know things that you worry about on a day-to-day basis kind of go by the wayside so it doesn't matter necessarily uh what the weather is right um i'm being positive there (laughs) um on a on a um on a sadder note, but also I just wanted to make mention of, you know, the passing of our former mayor, um, Mike Bergen. I had um, the honor of actually being at the funeral yesterday to pay respects on behalf of the Palace Theater and our uh, staff. Uh, uh, Frank was out of, you know, still on vacation, so I uh, went over just to pay our respects and um, be a part of that. And, you know, what 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 uh, just uh, touched me is how how much of a uh, uh, everyday man and a man who really truly cared about the little guy um, everybody's remarks yesterday and what you've read over the last few days and if you had the um, the uh, privilege to have gotten to know him or know, know him well um, during uh, his life you were you were blessed uh from everything i heard and his son's remarks uh during the eulogy of son patrick were very touching as well as monsignor coleman so um you know our uh, continued prayers and thoughts to uh mrs berg and joanne and uh the family you don't get them like that all the time do you you don't. No, you don't. And I'm talking to our our guests um, this morning, Joe McGraw, the Economic and Development Director for the City of Waterbury. And Joe, you are sport. Thank you for um, coming, um, being with us this morning, sort of on a last last uh, notice. But you know, sometimes when you do something like this, you're you're you know thinking on your feet. You're saying, okay, what would be interesting? What's timely? What would make sense to be part of a program? And um, I thought, you know, we have not talked about the new big news uh, happening uh, for UConn Waterbury, as well as some of the other big pieces, as you mentioned off air before when we were just chatting, Joe. You talked about the puzzle, so um, so time to talk about the the puzzle and the pieces being put together. So thank you and welcome. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here, Sherry. Oh, thank you. So I guess let's start at the at the beginning. Um, UConn Waterbury. I can't believe school starts next week for both the um, you know public school as well as mm-hmm. UConn, and the students are going to be well. I don't know if the classes start for UConn, but the students will be moving in next week. Twenty fourth. Right? So so for those 
those who don't know what we're talking about, just give a brief capsule when I say students moving in. Okay, the, the Brown Building, which is an historical building located uh, across the street from Yukon and right next to the Palace Theater, um, was taken on uh, individual uh, uh, corporation called uh, Green Hub Developers. Two individuals, uh, Joe Gramondo and Lou Foster, who have become, you know, very uh, advocates of the city of Waterbury, and I can uh, say that it's friends as well. And if you ask him why they came to Waterbury, they'll say because of the mayor uh, and his enthusiasm, his vision, and his missions in terms of what he wants to get accomplished in downtown Waterbury. So they took this project. They can I just interject sure. because that is so key when you have a person at the top who is not um, an obstructionist, who says this is going to be good for us, this is part of the vision, and I'm going to do what I can to move any obstacles out of the way so everybody's objectives get met, and it's good for everybody. That's so important, and Mayor O'Leary has certainly been that kind of a mayor. Well, it's nonstop movement. It's constant movement. It's constant pushing forward, moving forward. Uh, and, you know, it's Waterbury Next was put together, um, a project, I believe, about four years ago, and uh, it's finally come to fruition piece by piece and the puzzle is a complex puzzle uh, we're a historic city we have beautiful buildings yes but we do as everybody knows the cost of construction in historic buildings is twice the cost of construction if it was new construction mm-hmm. so in order to make um, these possibilities these um, projections possible you really have to have private and public investors so we have the um, private investors Enthusiastically, or in the city of Waterbury, and every I am day. so excited about that because I have been just you know to as people do they discuss what's going on and I said it's going to take somebody with deeper pockets than the average Joe okay who can see who has that vision and can see the big picture and how to begin putting that picture together along with of course the public dollars um, but those private investors that's really a a key the key is uh, not only getting the, the dollars in, but also getting the enthusiasm and the commitment to the city that we have from, you know, Joe Gramondo, for example. Uh, you know, I'm on the phone every day with Joe. Joe is in the city two to three times a week. They they both live in New York. One lives actually, Lou lives in California, and, and Joe in New York. So you know, they're in the city. They're in Waterbury two three times a week, and uh, every time that they're here, you see accomplishments, you see things moving forward, you see um, you know, the different looks of the building. It's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, those rooms are nothing like the rooms when I went to college, I can tell you that. <laughs> and uh, Well, from the outside, I, I can see the outside looks just, it looks very stately, like a beautiful, I don't know, mansion almost with the wrought iron, uh, you know, a gate, and it's really, really attractive. They did an outstanding job, and what, the amazing part about this project is the fact that it's done in such a timely manner. He will be open. The 24th, they'll have his first group of students moving in, and um, they'll, I'm sure they'll have more students once they see that it's reality. There's been a lot of naysayers and doubters who had said that, hey, this project cannot possibly be on time. Everything's a timely, the the gas line just got installed, you just saw the parking lot's done, the chain link fence is up, the security in. The security into the building is amazing. It's off their cell phones. So it's all uh-huh. modern technology. When wow. you go, when you walk through the building itself, and each room has the individual 
individual windows, which were iconic with that building uh, and offices. Well, now it's all that's where you look out for your bedroom. And that's and what it, it blends in so well. The work that was done isn't like, oh, let's just slap this modern, you know, piece onto a historic building. Right. You know, it really looks nice, like it fits within. Now, so how many students? Right There's now. 98 beds. His commitment right now is, I believe, around 35, 36 students. Um, and that's the third floor. So the third floor is completely finished. Uh, and the furniture just got delivered yesterday to the remainder of the furniture. So it's really completely finished on the third floor. Second floor should really be ready pretty close to the 24th or a little bit after. So the capacity for the third floor is perfect in terms of where you wanted to start with. And you said there's um, students not from this area who wouldn't necessarily be coming to this school if it weren't for this this amenity now available. Yeah, I was fortunate to be able to sit in on a couple of um, Joe's open houses when the students came in. And majority of the students that came to um, commit to rooms said they would not have come to Yukon Waterbury if it was not for the ability to live here. And um, so what that means to the city is hopefully expansion of Yukon uh, curriculum as well. Because uh, the more students, obviously, the more demand there'll be on the building. And then that'll also hopefully lend to um, additional buildings in downtown, very sim- similar to what happening with Starbucks moving in uh, additional Phoenix Avenue Can't area East Main Street <laughs> to see that type of development uh, coming shortly as well. Yeah. Yeah, I think when you see those kind of neighbors too around certain things uh, the palace certainly welcomes a neighbor like a Starbucks because people do look for things when they're coming out of the theater. Okay, you know, let's grab a cup of coffee or let's just, you know, they don't want the night to end and we certainly of course uh, make sure people know about our restaurant partners that we want them to frequent as well, but not everybody wants a drink or a cocktail, well, cocktail or a, a little bite. Maybe they want the cup of coffee. So I'm hoping that Starbucks will um, be as happy about us being their neighbor as we are about them. Well, they're certainly enthusiastic. The one on West Main Street is is doing very well. Uh, got good reports back. So you know, Starbucks once they get into an area and they feel success, they will continue to expand. Yeah. Now let's talk about some of the other exciting things going on in other pieces of the puzzle. I mean, you know, there's so much and and you know, if you're if you're just, you know, someone who is not on the inside, you only hear little bits and pieces. You don't see that whole puzzle coming together. So you might be skeptical. Um, so let's let's allay some of those fears right okay. now. Well, basically, it started with the ramp garage coming down on Prospect Street, which was an eyesore and it was also, you know, an, an area where there's there's crime quite frankly. Uh, it was taken down. It's open space, so we still have options there. The green uh-huh. is the green is renovated, and it's beautiful. Yes, it is. And uh, basically, it's got Wi-Fi. It's got electricity. It's going to be a lot um, easier for maintenance people to not only maintain the area, but also when it comes to holidays, to be able to just plug in the lights. It has running water so our horses can drink in downtown. Oh, okay, that's important um, now that we have our our horse, our police on horseback. So is- then you come around the corner, and you look at the brown building, you see the Outside, the facade is being redone. The windows are being brought back to its original um, look, and it's been completely uh, cleaned. The, the, the building outside, the stonework has been uh, cleaned up, and it uh, should have that 
staging down shortly and you'll see a whole different look on that building and then east main street you, you can see has been pretty torn up yeah. uh, they just put you know they've been putting uh gas to make sure that we have supplement proper supplement of gas through all of east main street and they just did the gas connection to um the brown building and electrical so this street has been uh, torn the brick has been torn up so you know that's obviously a, a very short term uh, and, and realistic project that's going to get done. So that's you'll see fabulous. a beautiful streetscape, you know, with the street done and the sidewalks done and so on and so forth down these and, main streets. And, you know, Joe, it is perception. It is, that's what pe people's first impression. Just like when you meet someone, the first, you know, five to ten seconds is the critical time. Correct. And um, we at the Palace do a lot to, you know, uh, embrace our customer when they come. And, you know, we, we are so thrilled because we know that it's safe, that um, people will have a wonderful experience when they come to the palace in Waterbury, Connecticut. And then to see the things around us kind of bloom around us, that's that's so key. And key to not only the palace, certainly, but other things. For a parent to say, yes, I'm going to send my, my son or daughter to Yukon Waterbury. It's a world-class education, and I know they'll be in a, in a great city where you know they're safe and their, their needs are you know taken care of and they're going to benefit from being here and not just academically. So I'm, I, I think it's so exciting, uh, really exciting. And then the Holland News Building, is, oh, yes. as you uh, have read recently, that you know they announced that they signed the intent to purchase and it should take place probably within the next 30 days. And those are the same so. Green Hub? It's the Green Hub developers have gone okay. on to that project. And, you know, basically if we can look in terms of having 350 to 400 employees in that building now you bring feet to the street and it activates um, these little entrepreneurs who say I'd like to open up a little restaurant mm -hmm. I'd like to open up a little you know gift shop or you know a little coffee shop so you'll start yeah. seeing that some of our buildings that have been vacant downtown yeah. Bank Street the South Main I'd, Leavenworth I'm going to put my request in Joe I'd love to see some artisans who make handmade jewelry and um, those you know uh, art um, those kinds of things because I think people interested in those things bring other things, other businesses, other people. You know, if I'm living in, you know, Southbury, and I know there's this funky shop in downtown Waterbury where I can get unique, one-of-a-kind whatever, whether it's clothing or jewelry or, you know, and it's got a upscale like feel to it i think we're also going to see some people coming from back from the suburbs to to frequent what we have yeah that's another piece of the puzzle too we've been dealing with um some private um money in terms of um you know helping out and developing an art center in in close in the downtown area and then we move on to Freight Street, which you can see there's yes. tons of construction going on oh, at Freight yes. Street. Yeah. But it's all part of that puzzle that has to come together with transportation, with the rail system, and the fact that, you know, what is what is our potential client going to be in the future? Is it going to be millennials? Is it going to be uh, over 55? So, you know, we need to uh, understand where and how the, um, the next phase of the um, housing is going to come in downtown. And so, Joe, one last question before we do have to take a break. How does this impact me, the average Joe taxpayer? And I am a Waterbury resident, so I am average Joe taxpayer. Will that help in my the value of my home going up, perhaps, as the city becomes more attractive to well, since the mayor's industry and, and you know. 
tenure here in, in his, his, since his election. You know, if you look at the outskirts, most of our industrial parks are filled. We have a King King Industries coming in with $65 million construction project going on now. You saw the what development What a night, of, I have to say. Got the, um, had the chance to meet them at Salim Nijames Roast. Mm-hmm. What lovely people. They're they're wonderful people. Yeah. Again, and, and they have an interest in our city. And they as loved well. you. They had nothing but good things to say about you. Oh, and thank the you. city and the mayor. And you know, we have Carmex. So you know, you see the development, the all the, the different types of um, developments going on throughout the East End too as well. Twenty five A. Um, you see Restaurant Depot's construction going on. Yes. You have Carmax that's completed. You know, you have Pepe's Pizza in there, you have Texas Roadhouse. So all this has been uh, done through the mayor's tenure. And what we'll do is we'll see the residual effects of these buildings and this industry that's coming in in terms of hopefully in upping our grand list and reducing our, you know, tax base eventually our tax rate eventually so um how does it affect you as as a a resident and then you see different activities downtown Uh, it's it's just going to make um life a lot more enjoyable in the city of waterbury yeah that's great and you know what i think sometimes we can be our own worst enemies the people that are right here so we need to start being cheerleaders all of us um if you haven't been don't be a naysayer be a yaysayer and you know champion what's happening because it's it benefits all of us Absolutely. So, Joe, it's a pleasure to have you always. And you're you're so upbeat. I think your enthusiasm translates to all the people you deal with. And then that can only be good for Waterbury. So um, I appreciate that. Thank you, Sherry. You're, you're welcome, it's Joe. It's been a pleasure. All right. And we're going to take a quick break. And then we're going to be talking and, I think, sampling some meatballs. So stay tuned. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Shows for the whole family. Waterbury Palace, your palace, your place. Waterbury Palace Theater, your palace, your place. And we're back, and as promised, I said we were going to be talking meatballs, um, <laughs> and we are, and um, some of you will know exactly what I mean when I say that, but I have, as guests in studio this morning, second year in a row now, Francine Nito. Good morning. And Cindy Rosa Lawson Good from morning. Unico in Waterbury, who came up with this fabulous idea last year, and it makes so much sense. Unico is a, a service for organization. A service organization similar to the Lions and Kiwanis, but we're Italian-Americans. Right. And so, I mean, what what better fundraiser than to have a meatball kind of, because I think Italians can claim the meatball, no? Yes, we can. Uh, I believe so. <laughs> I, don't, yes. I don't know if anybody will dispute that, but no. I mean, if you live in Waterbury, certainly, or greater Waterbury, you know that meatballs are a big part of... It is a big part, and everyone makes the meatball different, and people won't go to certain restaurants because they don't like their meatballs, and everyone says that their mother makes the best meatballs. Of course they And so do. we wanted people to put their food where their mouth is, basically, <laughs> and... <laughs> This concept came up, and Cindy and her committee ran with it, and they came up with the Meatballs and Vino fundraiser. Well, you know, I think it's a great idea. I was there last year, as you know, um, and this year you had it in, last year you had it in Middlebury at the... Um, Shepherdson Community Center. Right, but this year, I'm so excited, and you said this right from the get-go, Cindy, you wanted to move it to a bigger venue, because the tickets virtually sold out last year. You couldn't yes. get a ticket. We were squeezed in there. Yeah, and this year, 
Theater. It's going to be at the Palace Theater right here in Waterbury. Yay. Yeah. And it's being held on Wednesday, September 20th from 5 to 8 p.m. So, Cindy, tell us a little bit about the planning, who's involved, uh, what restaurants, be- and then we're going to sample some meatballs later from last year's winner. So. Thank you. And the meatballs smell wonderful. Yeah, they it's do. It's a little hard to concentrate <laughs> this morning. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes, um, well, we're excited to be going to the Palace Theater this year. I mean, it's a home run for us. Yeah. Um, yeah. We had such a great event last year, so we decided uh, meatballs and vino, too. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's not forget the vino. Um, Meatballs and vino too. Oh, here go. We have meatballs without wine. So, (laughs) (laughs) so we've been planning um, since the spring. You know, I've got a committee of uh, Carolyn Ellie and Tim Clark, and we've worked very hard. We've added a few more people this past week as we're getting closer to the event. And our restaurant partners have been fantastic um, working with us. We've got twelve coming this year. Some. Now you um, more than last year? More more than last year. We have four four editions. And um Fabulous. But this year we're uh, you'll see meatballs from Mirabelle's in Prospect, La Tavola in Waterbury, San Marino, Sunset Grill out in Waterbury. I'm sorry, Watertown, Juniper's, Manja's out of Watertown, uh, Verdi up in Waterbury, Signatures. Tiramiso in Waterbury, Jesse Camille's from Naugatuck. Well, I'm happy to hear you have a lot of our restaurant partners who are yes. part of our entrees and entrees. We do, and yeah. it's also nice that we're at the Palace because just like the Palace, Unico turned 95 this year. That's oh, so we share the same birth year. Oh. So it's kind of like kismet that we're together oh, because we're kindred not, spirits. Oh, that's a great... And yes. we didn't really... Wait, wait till you hear what we have planned for our hundredth with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, well, Boy, you're you. really forward thinking. I'm That's ready. great. <laughs> I just want to not miss two more restaurants that are participating. One is Vazi's, and of course, last year's Golden Meatball winner. D'Amelio's restaurant. Of course, of course. All par- all of our partners are in it. Exactly. Like most of them, and who who have meatballs on their menu anyway. <laughs> anyway, yes. So um, so uh, now. Those are some good meatballs. See that? They're not just good. They're yeah, golden. So they're <laughs> golden. They're golden meatballs. So he and Johnny K, our engineer, is talking about the 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 delicious smelling meatballs that Demilio's provide because they were the winners of the golden. They meatball were, and they are ready to retain their crown. Ooh. And we have these restaurants that are coming for them. And what I like about this event is. People are involved, not only the participants, um, the restaurants, but the people that come and buy tickets. Last year, people who were interested, they wanted to vote who their favorite was. So this year, we added a new segment to a, we're gonna, um, to a fan choice. favorite, People's Choice. Yeah, okay. And people are going to be able to vote for their favorite meatball as well. The judges are excited. We have a great group of judges. I mean, last year's judges were phenomenal. But this year, you know, it's a Meatballs Vino 2. We want a new set of taste buds. <laughs> And we have them. The only repeat offender is Frank Tavera, which we're going to his house, so it's fair. I think that's fair. And and you know what? He does have the heritage. He does have the heritage. He knows a good meatball when he he tastes one. So, you know, um, I think that's only fair. He does. And they're they're gregarious, and they're outgoing, and they're trying to remain neutral, and they're not taking any bribes. They're hitting all the restaurants (laughs) beforehand just to get a taste of their other food, but they are ready to go and eat their way. to happiness. So, uh, <laughs> eat your way to <laughs> happiness. I love that. So, let me ask this. So, um, if you are in this competition, 
is the meatball, you know, will they be pairing, in other words, will they have like their signature meatball that they offer normally at their restaurant, but are is anybody doing any, like another offering or something that is specific to this contest, like with a twist to their meatball? Well, they have, they're bringing their A game. So okay. the meatball that they're serving to us as attendees at the event, maybe meatballs, B, the meatballs that they're serving to the judges are meatballs A, but that's not, they may be doing that, no. but that's not what we want them to do. No, their actually, meatballs, the I'm, I mean, I'm wrong? Sorry. No, they're all okay. the same. As the attendees, the vendors show up, our chefs show up, the committee will take five meatballs from their trays. Okay. Oh, okay. We, so I didn't, even I didn't know that. That's really good. Numbered, so the only people who know. What number corresponds to what restaurant is my committee. Okay. The judges won't know who they're voting for. Okay. One, one so it's 12. the same meatball then you yes. get every day. In the judges aren't get it. So if you That's love this meatball from D'Amelio's, when he, you're going to love his meatball then. And if you love, if you go to Signatures or if you go to Tiramisu and you're enjoying their meatballs, those are the meatballs that other people are going to sample and the judges. Okay, I thought yeah. they oh, were able to create special a special. Oh, oh, no, no, it's no. nice to know that judges yeah. don't have any special privileges. No, they're getting what, what you get in the restaurant and what we get is, oh, uh, that's is exciting. guests. Well, well that might be a, a suggestion for your competition next year that maybe they, you know, do a little add-on like I'm not part of the planning here, but you're welcome to join the committee. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Um, and, you know, Fancy, I'm going to digress for one minute because Unico, and and just before we started this segment, Francine went, I didn't know you were. And I said, we're going to talk about that. So okay. Francine really um, recently rather... Um, attended uh, the National Unico, Unico National Convention. Convention in Arizona. Yes. Right? And along with her was Dr. Nancy Capello, who Francine nominated as Unican of the... No, she was um, was oh. nominated for the Americanism Award, American. a National Americanism Award for Civis Illustrious for her contribution to the community and the country at large for advancements and protection of um, health issues and um, social concerns and um so, and Nancy is the founder, for those who don't know, of Are You Dense, an initiative, an important organization that's now in its, like, 10th year, I believe, well, if I got my math right, I could be off, apologies, Nancy, um, but um, that um, is concerned with women's breast health. And Nancy has been a champion, a pioneer, tireless worker. She also is my sister-in-law, and Francine did not know that. I didn't know She's that. My, my husband's uh, sister. So, um, anyway... Yeah. It was very interesting to find out because you know you, you read about someone and the, um, the strides that they take. And I take being a member of Unico very seriously, my Italian heritage. So I'm a member of the Waterbury chapter. I'm a district governor, but I'm also the national secretary. Oh, wow. And Where do you get the time from? I don't clean my house ever. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. There now you're hearing. You know, she's yeah, a honest woman too. But we so we, you know we we saw Nancy's um, Dr. Capello's resume. We're like, this is a great person to nominate. So then we nominate her, and then we find out that her father and law um yep. the late anthony capello was a one of um a longtime member of unico was a district governor was very involved yes. and then i find out the connection on the other side so it was a win-win yes. um 
situation yeah. nominating her. And like I told you, it's been 30 years since um, Unico National has allowed women members. So to honor a woman oh, on the 30th anniversary of allowing women, yeah. it was really great. It was very powerful for me. I cried, of course, like a baby, <laughs> but it was wonderful. And it was great to have her there. And everyone was as impressed with her as we in Waterbury are. Yeah, so it yeah, was great to have us recognized. She's, she's a wonderkin. That's she all is, we she can is. say. I don't know where she gets the time to do what she does. I don't either, so. but she's something else. Anyway, so uh, let's get back to back we're to the, gonna back I, to the meatballs. I, I haven't had a chance to taste these now, Johnny. You tasted. I what, finished it. And, and what? What, <laughs> you, what? Give us your little. Uh, you know, what do you think? Oh, it's delicious. Don't mm. you think so? It's really mm. good meatball. Oh yeah. And that's got a, a winner, nice, right? That's a nice winner. flavor. The winner of the very first tasty. Ever, you know. I love the sauce. I think we need a little spaghetti. <laughs> okay, hey Joey, if you're listening, could you get down here with a, like a plate of pasta? And we'll could you bring Italian some sacatinis, please? And, and Cindy wants oh, some bread. Let's I go. That's sacatini. I love that. Love that. These are really good. They're, they're soft too. I don't like a hard meatball. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. No. I mean. You know, sometimes they're not. Sometimes they're not, right. I don't know. They have to. I have don't like them too soft. I like them too hard. I like them just with the sauces. It's just I don't enough like them in there. I don't like and crumbling no, in the sauce. Not either. at all. I'm sorry. I, I, I just. I, our wine we're talking. Yeah, let's let's talk about what else we're going to have it there. Talk addition, about the wine, Cindy. The yes. We're going to have a little vino as well. We're going to have a lot Good of vino. Segue, Ramsey. Good segue. Um, we're happy that uh, Toby Amadeo from uh, Highland Package Store will be hosting again this year, and we've added a we've got a few additions to the four wine vendors that will be there with. Of course, Italian wine, red and white. Okay. Um, we will also have the addition of an Italian beer vendor to give samples of Italian oh, that's beer. That's really interesting. Mm. I didn't know. I didn't even know. I it was didn't Italian. know we had Italian beer. Yeah, that's, shame on me. Yeah. Peroni, right? Peroni. <laughs> and additionally, we will have uh, a cordial vendor as well to Ooh, taste nice. a few Italian cordials nice. that will complement our dessert table. Oh. Desserts are that's oh, another special. Yeah. See now. If you're listening to this, okay, if you're saying, okay, okay, when is it again? Well, how do I get tickets? You know, I want all that information because you're, ma- you're making me salivate listening right. to this. So let's get those details out there. Okay. It is September 20th at the Palace Theater. Cindy, you can, you know, how do you get tickets? Palace Theater, tickets are available through Unico, but... E- even better is you can get on the Palace Theater website. I love that. www.palacetheaterconnecticut.org. Palacetheaterct.org. C-T. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. Or that's you can okay. call the Palace Theater box office. 203-346-2000. And they will have tickets either available or at the will call window on the night of the event. Okay. Um, and unlike last year, where you had a finite capacity, we could pretty much accommodate how many tickets well we're capping it at 350 because that's a lot of meatballs, a lot of meatballs for our our chefs to okay make. so there is a finite because and then of course because what you say to the vendors to right make enough meatballs so if you're listening to this you get the meatball samples from these 14 restaurants you get 12, 12, 12 i'm 12. sorry okay. I, I, okay i'm exaggerating <laughs> you never know we might get a street vendor coming in <laughs> the 12 vendors you get wine sampling you get a beer sample there's desserts and let's talk about our friend uh fascist chocolates who is providing the desserts and cindy yes. brought this lovely little sample packet 
Oh my goodness. I, I think I'm, you know, I've been really good. Really, really You've good. Been really good. Yeah. It's but Friday. It's a, a celebration. A bite of yeah. dark chocolate. It's very healthy. Since it's we didn't drink wine, you need wine the dark and chocolate. Is there to say now? Sea salt on those caramels. Oh. Sea salt is good for you. Oh, that's okay. And, uh, sea salt is good. Yep. Yeah. Carmen. Um, Romeo sent those mm-hmm. down to you, and he will be joining us this year for the first time, providing samples of fascist chocolates to mm-hmm. our guests. Mm-hmm. And additionally, um, you'll be treated to Italian cookies that are going to be baked by Unicons. Our Unicorn members are baking their specially Italian cookies. Oh my, oh, excuse me, oh my goodness. Weren't they delicious? They were delicious. <laughs> oh. You know, it would be like an Italian wedding without the bride and groom. Without the bride and groom. It is. No boost. You only have to pay $30 for a ticket. And come on. That's the best deal. It is. It's only $30. I mean, and you know, it's 12 meatballs. You get to eat 12 meatballs. I don't think any one person can do that. I'm sure a lot did, but I mean, normally at a dinner, you don't eat 12 meatballs. So you're getting 12 meatballs, wine tastings, delicious homemade cookies, phenomenal chocolate, and then you can have a cordial, and you get to meet lots of people and support a wonderful organization. Our monies are raised to donate back to the community and to fund scholarships. So everything that we bring in, um, it's not used for any of our expenses or club expenses or going to any of the members. It goes back to the community. Last year we made donations to Safe Haven, um, RU Dents, St. Vincent de Paul, um, Hillside Acres in um, Naugatuck, the Brian Gibbons. Oh, the Brian Gibbons Homeless Shelter. Oh, Malta oh. House. Um, the Office of Radio and Television for the Television Mass. We made um, donations to the veterans. In um, They were doing something out in Rocky Hill. We made a donation to there. We helped with Shakespeareans. Um, we are involved in the community. And then also as one of our projects, we went and we refinished the um, benches at Siles Bronson Library. So everything wow. that we raise goes back to the community. Um, we're from Waterbury. We serve the Waterbury area, and we take care of what we need to take care of that's wonderful i don't think i i had no idea you did all that and um you know you're kind of you know it's it's um i'm sure you're looking for members Yes. Oh, we're always looking for members. Um, we don't want to, you know, steal members from other organizations, and we know every organization's in the same thing. I'm sure, you know, you know the Lions, the Kiwanis, the Exchange Club, um, but we're always looking for new members, and the criteria is very simple: over the age of 18, either of Italian American descent or married to an Italian American. So we're giving time to shoot a membership, <laughs> and Joe McGraw is going to get one as well. Uh-huh. And if you're, if I you're, qualify. Yeah, I'm you married qualify to an Italian. Married. I'm not. Yeah, you could join her. And the applications are um, accessible. We'll have some that night. We're going to have some information about Unico there that evening. Or you could contact any of the Unico members or email us at waterburyunico at yahoo.com. And if you're listening and you don't live in Waterbury, there's a chapter in Oakville, Watertown. There's chapters across Connecticut, across the country. So if your child has moved to Missouri or in Texas, in California, and they're looking for a way to connect and rediscover their Italian heritage, um, we're always looking for members nationally as well. It's also so. a good way to network. And um, just like anything that you belong to, when you know somebody, you know, you, you make friendships, you decide, well, this person does acts. I, I, I'd like to give my business to that person. Um, and I'm, I'm thinking like most organizations today, um, they are trying to figure out ways to attract millennials. Exactly. And, um, you know, I'm, I don't know what you, you know, do 
do in that regard or what you've been doing, but um, particularly for people who have chosen to stay in the area. Mm -hmm. I know I have two millennials and they're here in Waterbury and their careers are, you know, local. We're Um, really happy because our secretary this year is um, someone who was our scholarship recipient. We we, um, induct all our scholarship recipients. This year we had 13. We inducted them as members. We paid for their membership for a year, hoping that they'll continue their Mm -hmm. membership. It's very, I think it's $12 for them to keep be a member. Um, so they get the newsletter, their family gets the newsletter. And this one person, Zachary Keith, has stayed a member since he was graduated high school. He is now, he's now working for WDC. Oh, wow. And he's a volunteer at Main Street Waterways in the community all over the place. And he's now our That's chapter great. secretary, which is great. And he's under, I think he's 25, if that. That's so fabulous. it's wonderful. Yeah. Because also they're learning that, you know, they have a... Um, uh, you know, uh, a sense of obligation to yes. give back to the community, yes. but also to learn about their heritage. I mean, Cindy can t- attest to this. I mean, our grandparents came over here. I'm third generation, so I'm far removed from my heritage. I mean, I'm an American first, yes, but you, you know, you never, never forget where you come from. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm a, a mixy mixy. I'm half French Canadian, so I, I'm French Canadian on Sunday at Saint Anne's, <laughs> and I'm Unico the rest of the week. And so you have to learn and you have to teach the heritage because you never forget where you come from or never forget the contributions that you make. So Unico of Waterbury has members that are 18 and we have a member that's 95. Oh, and wow. they're, if the 95 year old was at our event on Sunday, he's active and involved and our 18 year olds are as well. So any age, any involvement you want, if you just want to come on board and come to this event and not see you for the rest of the year, that's fine. We want you to come um, get involved to be able to receive our information, not only from our chapter, but from national because our magazine is very informative of all the things that the Italian Americans do that um, we should be proud of and should promote, not the things that you see on TV or see in the movies. Mm-hmm. So this, yeah, is, this I, is the real thing. Yes, it's about food and wine and family <laughs> and chocolate, but it's also about raising money to make a difference, yeah. to make an impact, and to give back and help those that are in need. Yeah, I just saw a great. Oh, we're we need to take a break. We need to take a break. Okay. We get so involved in our in our conversation that I'm like, okay, let's um, take a break of our our sponsors, and we'll be back in two minutes. Entertaining. And so we're back and we're throwing the gauntlet down, basically, this meatball competition, uh, Meatballs in Vino, that the Unico Club is putting on September 20th at the Palace Theater right here in Waterbury, Connecticut. Um, The the champion saying, I'm staying champion, D'Amelio. So who are our judges that have the awesome task or... We have a great assortment of judges, a great panel of judges. Um, of course, it's Frank Tavera from Palace Theater. We have Frank Montero, the unofficial king of Waterbury from McDermott. And he's the one that said he's remaining neutral. He's friends with all these owners of all the um, restaurants. He said he doesn't want to hear anything. He's going in with a, an uh, unbiased palate. Okay, so he's ready. There we go. We have Carl Rosa okay. from Main Street, Waterbury. Uh, we have 
WATR's own time shoot, <laughs> who last year made us feel bad because we didn't ask him. Oh. And we were joking with um, Joe McGraw that we have to have one Irishman on the panel, but they've both married Italians, so that, that qualifies them because I'm go. sure they've eaten good meatballs. There you go. And Joe was our judge last year. And Joe was our judge our last year. Yes, so yes. Joe, I, I said, Joe, only one Irish at a time. So <laughs> he understood. He gratefully stepped back. And then, you know, we, we need at least one woman because the guys can think what they want, but, you know, the woman's, as, <laughs> we, a, as from, um, uh, my big fat Greek wedding. Yes. The men may be the head of the family, but the woman's the neck and they turn the head. So we have the woman and we have Nikki Myrano, who um, she's the owner of Karmic Inspirations, but also from the Good Myrano choice. family funeral home. And a, and a big champion. A of big champion Waterbury. of Waterbury. Yes, we, so, I think yep. we do. We have great five stars of Waterbury um, who are in and around the community who know what they're talking about food-wise yes. and um, community-wise. And they're lots of fun, too. So it's, it's going to be a fun event at the Palace Theater. Um, free parking. The only thing that we ask is that um, people that attend are over the age of 21 because, because the wine will be right. um, complimentary served um, as uh, samples. And we don't want to have to worry about any liabilities or someone drinking um, when they're not supposed to. So, right. you know, we right. take care of our people. Yeah, so. you do. You do. Well, it sounds like it's going to be... A uh, it's going to be a fabulous event. I know I was there last year and it was. So if you're listening, want tickets, call the Palace Theater box office at 203-346-2000. Tell them you want a ticket to Meatballs and Vino too. Um, or go on our website and you can purchase tickets there. Palace Theater CT. Dot org, And while you're there, of course, you're going to be able to uh, see all the good shows that are coming this season. We're going to be going on full sale September 11th um, with all the shows that are not yet on sale, which includes single tickets for some of our Broadway series. But I'll tell you what, if you're really uh, frugal and want the best deal, you want to become a subscriber. And if you, there's still opportunity to, to do that. So if you're interested, the shows in our Broadway series this year. Our uh, Gentleman's Guide to Love and Murder kicks it off in October, followed by a two-week engagement for The Phantom of the Opera. Ooh. Yes, right here in Waterbury. Only in Waterbury. Not going to be at any other venue for many years to come. Has not been at any other venue for many, 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 many years. So this is the national tour. And yes, there still are tickets. Um, but don't, you know, sit on your hands and wait, because if you wait and, you, and you're going to you know, you might not get the seat you want. So um, please uh, look at that. We also have coming in Jan on March, rather, the return of uh, uh, Jersey Boys as part of our Webster Broadway series, which, of course, I favorite. can see a million times. Yay. And um, of <laughs> the 20th anniversary production of Rent is on tour. That's coming. And then um, we close out our Webster Broadway series with Motown the Musical. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. It's just a great season. A great season. And by the way, if you're not doing anything at 1130 and want to mosey over, actually it's going on now, to the open house at UConn Waterbury for the OLLI program, Osher Lifelong Learning for people 50 plus. Great selection of classes. I'm going to be over there um, to do a, a presentation with Dr. Stuart Brown, um, who's teaching a class there, a five-session class beginning in uh, September or October um, on 
uh, the backstory of all our Broadway shows, Unmasking the Mystery of the Broadway Musical. So um, anyway, we've got lots going on, Cindy and Francine. Thank you both. Cindy, Cindy, by the way, is leaving for um, a cruise and a tour and a vacation to Alaska and San Francisco tomorrow. So you were a real sport to give up what's probably your packing day to <laughs> come and be with us this morning. I do appreciate that. And um, Francine, you're always you know a pleasure. So thank you so much. You're, you're fun to have. I'm so happy that you give us this opportunity. First of all, the Palace oh. is allowing us to have the event there, working with us and allowing us to come on to promote this event because it's maybe a Unico event, but it's all about Waterbury yes. and celebrating all that's good about our fine city. And that's what I believe the Palace does uh, by bringing these shows. Absolutely. And this is WATR does. That's, and this yeah. is what Unico is all about. Founded in Waterbury, 1922. And, community. Yes, it is. And that's what, you know, that's why we do this radio show because we not only have entertainment, of course, on our stage, we're a gathering place for the community. And we want to be a gathering place, a place where you find information about lots of areas of life, entertainment and lifestyle and food and all good stuff. Exactly. Um, so that's why we do the radio show. And I'm getting the high sign that we have just about a minute left. So or did he want another meatball? Is that what was it? Did he want one more? <laughs> Coming right up. Well, ladies, you've been delightful. Thank you so much. Listeners, thank you for listening. We get um, just a thrill from knowing that um, you're enjoying the program, and uh, we hope that you're coming to visit us at the Palace often, and uh, we'll um, just support the wonderful landmark that the theater is. We're very, very blessed to have this in Waterbury. And by the way, we do tours once a month. There's one coming up in September, and you get to see all those behind-the-scenes places that you wouldn't see when you just come in to see a show. So um, bear that in mind. We always have press out on that or go to our website. I just want to remind you um, to do something wonderful in the arts or uh, something fun in the entertainment world with someone you love this weekend. And stay tuned for the the local news. I was going to say national news. Local news coming up. And Steve Knoxon for Talk of the Town. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks. Bye-bye. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Show. Your